it's my birthday, y'all. It's my birthday, y'all. Hey, 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 it's my birthday, y'all. Major shout out to President-elect Joe Biden and Madam VP Kamala Harris on their historic win. Madam VP Kamala, you are inspiring brown girls everywhere. Now y'all meet me on the front porch in the village as I share in this special birthday episode. Let's go. Welcome to Village Vibes Only Podcast with Miosha Jackson. And here we share wisdom to assist in raising black youth to be future leaders and prepare them to lead rich, purposeful lives. Yeah, we're breaking down all the barriers. As the proverb goes, it takes a village to raise a child. So yes, we are all in this together. In the village, there is positive vibes only. Or should I say village vibes only? <laughs> you are now entering the village. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Village Vibes Only Podcast with your girl, Mielsha Jackson. And I had to drop this little bonus episode today because why? Because it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Hey, it's her birthday. It's her birthday. Hey, yes. Established 11-9-1981. Yeah, your girl is 39 years old today. And like, there's this part of me that's like, wow, am I really in the last year of my 30s? But the over, overwhelmingly, I'm like, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm grateful to be here. You know, healthy. My health as I get older, um, I, I put so much more value in just being in good health. I really do. I value it more than I ever did when I was younger. So I'm grateful for good health. I'm grateful for a stable mind today. And um, I'm more focused than I've ever been, more sharp than I've ever been. And I'm like, I am chucking forward, you know, forward to the future with fervor and reckless abandon. Okay, I'm coming for all of my goals. Yeah, I'm checking off a last one of them off the list. All right. So happy birthday to me. But I wanted to drop this bonus episode on my birthday because there's two things I want to do. One, I just want to say thank you to all of you who have, I mean, just shown your unwavering support for the Village Vibes Only podcast. I mean, let's face it, when we launch out there and we do something new, we don't always know what the reception is going to be. We can think that it's great, but we don't know what people are going to think. So just want to say thank you so much to all of you who have reached out with the messages of support and showing your love for the podcast or sharing it on social media. None of that goes unnoticed. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the hearts, all the love. Thank you. Second, I wanted to drop this episode because I know that today I'm going to receive an onslaught of love and support and well wishes from family and friends, you know, wishing me a happy birthday. And so in advance of that, I just want to pay the love that I know I'm going to get forward to all of you and inspire you to go and be your greatest selves over the course of the next 365 days of your life. You know, throughout this year, in my 38th year, um, the Lord had me taking a lot of inventory of you know myself and tracking progress and tracking growth and then even allowing me to see some areas where I may not have grown as much as I may have liked. And he, I, I've been doing this for years. I, I try to always get clear on, okay, where have I matured? Where have I grown? Or where are some areas where I'm still a little stuck where I can do a little bit more work in that area? I always like to be take inventory of me and get clear on 
where I can continue to grow because I'm just maybe need some development in that area. And what are the areas where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting on all cylinders in that, in that area of my life. And so one thing that the Lord allowed me to see was that I really wrangled fear by the neck this year. And I really hope that this encourages those of you who are listening. Fear has been a constant in my life really since childhood, to be perfectly honest with you. It's shown up in different ways, but, you know, packaged differently, but it was fear nonetheless. And in some form or fashion, it would always stop me from attaining something. And while I've always been driven and I've always been an ambitious person, um, it never would fail that when I would get up on that part of the goal that made me afraid, I would back off. And for those of you who are ambitious out there, you know that stagnation or not hitting your target is like kryptonite. Like it, it stings because you thrive off of setting a goal and accomplishing it. And that's how I'm wired. And usually for me, where whenever I would stop shy of the goal was when I came right up on that part when it was time to put it out there to the, to the public or to do something in front of people. That would be when I'm like, okay, God, now I was, I was chucking with you up until this point. And that was, and it was like, when I got to that bar, it was like, okay, fear would say, okay, it's time for me to get off the train. And God allowed me to see that was always rooted in perfectionism. So for those of you who are perfectionists out there, I'm going to tell you right now, let that go. Like, I mean, we'll do whatever you got to do to get delivered and come from a out of that thing because that spirit takes more than it gives. It has nothing to offer you. It will take more than it can ever give you. And it will take from you in the form of your dreams, in the form of your goals, in the form of your happiness, in the form of your purpose, in the form of your, your self-fulfillment. It will take more than it can ever give. So come from up under it. But God really allowed me to see that all those years of my life where I would set a particular goal, not all my goals, but just certain goals, and I would fall just short of really executing it. It, it, would, it was always when it got up on the point where, okay, now I got to expose it to people. Now I got to show, produce, present this thing to people, whatever it may have been, or even if it was an organization I wanted to join or wanted to be a cheerleader or whatever. Whenever it got to the point where I had to produce in front of people, I would, I would, I would cower back and he allowed me to see that it was rooted in perfectionism because perfectionism tells you I can't control the, the result of that. So I can do all the prep work easy. I can put in the sleepless nights and do all of the stuff like I, I'm not lazy so I can do all that stuff. I mean, I'm knocking it out. I can control that, but I cannot control how this thing may be received once I do it. I can't control how it's what the outcome of this is going to be once it's left up to public perception, whatever that thing may have been at whatever stage in my life. And so that's what God allowed me to see that that is where perfectionism, that's where it rears its head when you can't control the outcome of it. And so, you know, when you're a perfectionist, you got to be able to control how that thing is going to turn out. And so when I, whenever I would get to that part of the journey that I couldn't control, that's when I would pull back. And God showed me that the gains that I've made in these last few years of my life where I've decided to no longer do that. 
And then he showed me that I really did that this year. And so I was proud of myself for that because while I, I didn't know that that was what was always at the root of why I was fearful, God knew and he allowed me to see and then allowed me to push forward. And I'm going to tell you how I ultimately did that. Y'all lean in. I'm going to tell you how I did it. I'm, I'm going to tell you how I ultimately overcame it. It's a secret. It's a secret, but I'm going to let you know. I accepted the fact that what I needed to do was bigger than me. That's it. <laughs> That's the secret. I got clear that this thing is bigger than me. Okay? So I want you to wrap your mind around that concept. Stop being so self-centered. And because really, fear really is a self-centered spirit. We don't look at it like that, but it is. And it's often rooted in pride. Because we're making our comfort front and center. And it's like, yeah, I could do that. But that little piece of it makes me uncomfortable. So, yeah, nah, I'm going to have to head out. That's what we're doing. It's self-centered. We don't process it like that. And we're not always taught it like that. But that's what it is. Saints and friends, that's what it is. So, when God allowed me to see... The minute that you decide that this thing, whatever it is that I'm asking you to do, is bigger than you, then perfectionism, fear, all of that will drop off. And y'all, it did. It did. Well, that is that to say that I'm never going to battle with it again? No. Because I'm still human. And the flesh still desires what it wants. The flesh still wants to be catered to and, and comforted. But I have decided to live a life where... I would much rather relish in doing the thing that is bigger than me than to give in to the fear that is really oftentimes a figment of my imagination. You know how you have to speak publicly sometimes for those of you who hate public speaking like like I do. <laughs> um, I, I, I've always hated public speaking, <laughs> which is, so, you know, it's interesting that I'm doing a podcast. I'm like, I hated public speaking. But anyway, um, you know how when you. When you have, when it's right before you have to go up, is when it's the most scary, and then it's right after you start talking that like the weight of the fear just kind of falls off. That's because you've stepped into reality, and so all of the things you were telling yourself, it's no longer present because you're able to challenge it with reality. See, that's why our imaginations get the best of us because it's just things we conjure up, and we don't have, we can't contest it with facts. But when we step into the reality of the moment, it's like, oh, okay, right? And that's what I want to push you all to do over the next 365 days of your life. Get clear on how his fear held me back, how his fear robbed me of my right to bet on myself. Get clear on that. Get clear on the root of it. Wrangle that thing at the root and then move forward in that thing that you know you are called to do. There is a person, a place, and a thing, a community that is waiting on you and your voice or your product or your service or your school, whatever it is that, it, that you know you are positioned to do. Get clear on why you're not doing it and then overcome that. Decide over the next 365 that the mission is bigger than me. 
this thing is bigger than me. I promise y'all, when I get the affirming messages from people like, man, listening to your podcast has now inspired me to figure out how do I want to impact change? How do I want to impact the next generation? That for me pays more than millions ever could because I have sparked me through my obedience. I have sparked the fire or the mind in the next person to do their part. And that's what the village mentality is. That's why I always say, y'all, look, this this is a movement for me. This village vibes only, it's a movement. Because if we all get clear on the role that we play in the village, our communities change. This next generation gets to reap the inheritance of something that is rich, a rich community, because it got focused that everybody dwelled in the gap that they were called to. You know, I used to have, you know, my one of my sisters from, you know, my former church, Crystal, she would always talk about being a gap dweller. And it's so true. Like, find out what, what the gap is that you're supposed to dwell in. You have a space. You have a people, y'all. Make that thing bigger than you. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than your comfort. And it's bigger than whatever lies you're telling yourself as to why you can't get it done. One of my favorite scriptures is Romans 8 and 31, where it says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And it's just that simple. I can do it because he's for me. I don't have to worry about the outcome because he's for me. I don't have to worry about the resources because he's for me. I don't have to worry about how people going to like it. Am I going to have the money I need to get it done? He's for me. He will staff all of those things. All right. So even if it's you that's against you, he's for you. And you go to him with your against you for yourself, <laughs> against yourself. You take that to him. And I promise you. He'll break that thing down to you in a way where it's like, I mean, you you come out like a lion. And that's what I want you all to do today. Go before him, you know, and get clear. What is the mark that I'm supposed to leave? What is that thing that is bigger than me that I keep putting off because it's just too big and scary and decide I'm going to bet on myself over the course of this next year. So that was one of my biggest, um, you know, I don't want to say accomplishments, but one of my biggest personal revelations and personal um, deliverances for myself and within myself was that I decided that carrying out the mission means more to me than giving into my fear. And I'm going to always make it about that thing that is bigger than me. All right. So that's all I wanted to leave you with today. Just hopefully to inspire and to encourage you to fill the space that you were called to. Because whether you want to admit it or accept it or not, you do have a person and a people that you are called to. And a very specific people at that. All right. Can nobody else be you? Can nobody else do what you do? And you don't have to be like anybody else. Just go out there and do you with the absolute utmost fearlessness and do that thing with fervor and tenacity and passion and intentionality, y'all. And I promise you, remember, like he said, if I be for you, who can be against you? All right. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.